mashup. My name is Mike. I'm just happy to have you guys here. Here at the Maniac Mashup, we tell stories that hopefully you can relate to. Today we're going to talk about leaving the comfort zone. Something I just recently had to do in my life and it's really difficult to do, surprisingly enough. So, let's just hop right into it. The comfort zone. And why do we get stuck? So, I did a little bit of research for this episode because I wanted to sound a little bit more informed on the topic. I am terrible when it comes to the comfort zone myself. So, I went online and I searched and, you know, Webster defines that it as the level at which one functions with ease and familiarity. So basically it's, you know, where you're the most comfortable. Kind of like you think about it when we breathe. We're comfortable with breathing. Most of us are. We inhale, exhale without even thinking about it. Or when we're walking on a flat, even surface. We've all gotten to that point in our lives where, you know, if you're able to walk, that you can walk with ease. It's, it's well within your comfort zone. You know, for instance, for me, I'm really comfortable with my wife. She's within my comfort zone. You know, I have a few good friends. They're within my comfort zone. If I know you, you're within my comfort zone. But if I'm going to meet somebody new, it's outside of my comfort level. I, I don't feel comfortable with doing it. And eventually, this gets us into a mode where we get stuck. We don't know where to go next. We don't know what to do next. Or we're too afraid to make that jump. We're too scared to go and really put ourselves out there. You know, uh, a few reasons why we do get stuck. It's, you know, we're gambling. You might be risking your social, your personal, or your work values, or your status within those. You know, it's hard to try a new hairstyle because you don't know how everybody's going to react. And that's something that would be outside of your comfort zone. Or it's hard to start that new exercise routine might be a little bit too strenuous for you you know a comfort zone doesn't have to be things that you know we do on a normal daily basis it doesn't have to be things that make us feel awkward or give us a lot of anxiety that we've just gotten used to it can be physical activity it can be you know looking for a new job finding a new employer it can be meeting a new friend or getting rid of a bad friend. Sometimes we get stuck because of the fear of not being good enough, not smart enough, or not knowing what's going to come. And then we get into this negative mindset where we talk ourselves down. We tell ourselves we're not good enough. We tell ourselves that we're 
not worth it. You know, I've talked about that before where we have to get out of this mindset where we feel like we're not worth it. Uh, especially when it comes to, you know, like parenting and, and things of that nature. Sometimes we get stuck because we're in a big picture mindset, but we have narrow vision. And when I say that is we're always looking at the bigger picture. How is this going to affect everything in the whole? And while we're looking at that big picture and we're so focused on that, we're only seeing one thing in front of us. And that one thing is going to just destroy the whole big picture. And sometimes that just gets us stuck there. And you know, the list goes on. There's so many things that get us stuck in the comfort zone. It's crazy. You know, a comfort zone isn't all that bad. Sometimes it's good. I, I like to think that it's equal parts good and bad. We have to have one. You have to feel comfortable at some point in your life or otherwise you're just an uncomfortable, irritable, angry mess. You know, we have to feel comfortable around the people we're with. We've got to feel comfortable in the work we're doing eventually, right? But it's so easy to get stuck and that's where the bad part of the comfort zone comes in because you're you're sitting there thinking, well, this feels good. I'm good where I'm at. And later on in the podcast today, I actually have a couple of stories that's talking about my comfort zone and, and how I've gotten out of that. And um, I have one huge advocate that helps me get out of that comfort zone when things are just getting a little too easy and we got to challenge ourselves sometimes and it's one of the hardest things to do but and i got a few tips that i use i got a few tips that i found online on how we can leave the comfort zone and I might call it CZ for short. I might get tired of saying comfort zone by the time I'm, <laughs> I'm done with this podcast. But, you know, I've been in there a lot and I know that everybody else has. And I feel comfortable around my wife. I feel comfortable around my kids sometimes. I feel comfortable around the friends that I've made, the friends that I've gotten rid of to, that were that toxic negative behavior. And I've got, I've just surrounded myself with people who believe in me. And sometimes, yeah, you know, I do get stuck in that comfort zone. I, I do get stuck liking how everything is going. So I don't strive for more. And, you know, just recently I had to get out of that comfort zone. And it paid off in huge amounts. I, I, the amount of stress that, that I was feeling from it was also affecting everything around me. But you know what? At the end of the day, it was totally worth it. But how do we leave the comfort zone exactly? I want you to take a second here and I just want you to think of a time you may have felt too comfortable and then something came by and challenged you, pulled you out of the comfort zone without you doing it. And, and just think of, you know, maybe some things that could have caused you to just jump right into it and, and own that moment. You know, whether it was having to do a presentation for a school project when you were, I don't know, 13 and awkward. 
or was it asking that that significant other out on a date meeting a new friend you know maybe you were invited to a party and you were told it was just going to be a group of like three or four people that you knew and then you get there and there's like 20 30 people there and you're like I don't know anyone here but you ended up jumping out of your comfort zone and you ended up making more friends and and it was a whole party and it was fun you know think of those times and then we can start to really break down some of the tips and tricks that that will help you own that comfort zone every time without being forced out of it you know i am a firm believer in this one fear increases difficulty in leaving the comfort zone and that fear is a lot of things it can be afraid of you know not knowing what's coming it can be a fear of not being smart enough like I said before it could be a fear of not being good enough but a lot of the times we call it fear and in reality it's actually just being cautious it's like our brain is telling us hey you know what I don't know about this. Maybe we should slow down a little bit. And then we get stuck because we slow down so much that we just stop. And we're like, okay, I feel better right now. Your brain tricks you. That mindset, we got to change it from, I'm not afraid of whatever this is. I'm not afraid of this wall that's in front of me. But I'm going to keep my eye on it. You know, it's like... uh, if you ever worked any kind of like asset protection or anything, you know, you'll see somebody who looks like they would be a thief. You're not going to go chase them down and go, I know you're a thief, get out of my store. But you might keep an eye on them from time to time to make sure you know, they're doing what they're supposed to, right? Because that's your job. You're supposed to make sure that nobody's stealing. Protect the, the assets of the, the company. I don't really like asset protection, but it's the best example to really think of. You know, you see a a dog without an owner running down the street. And your thought is going to be, well, it has a collar, so it's not wild. I'm not really afraid of it. But, you know, I'm going to keep my eye on it, make sure it doesn't get any closer. There's all these times where you can change that mindset from being... You know, I'm not afraid, but I'm cautious. I'm on high alert. That can help us decrease that difficulty in the fear aspect. Makes it a little bit easier to leave the comfort zone. Another huge fear that I touched on in the very beginning of this was the fear of not knowing. And all my life, I've lived under one principle. Whatever happens, whenever it happens, however and why ever it happens, everything happens for a reason. And for a while there, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what the reason was. If something would happen, okay, why'd this happen? And I would 
I would get so determined on figuring out why something happened, what the reason for it was, that I would lose sight of the fact that my life's going before me. That was me getting stuck in my comfort zone because a change would happen and I would dwell on that change, holding on to whatever comfort came from what the change was. But everything happens for a reason. And if we spent less time trying to figure out why and we spent more time owning that change, you got it right. It's going to make it easier to leave the comfort zone. That gets rid of that fear of the unknown. It makes you go, okay, you know what? It's a 50-50 here. It's either a yes or a no. If it's a yes, then it's meant to be. If it's a no, then it's just not meant to be. Everything happens for a reason. And we stop worrying about that reason. And we stop fearing the unknown of what's going to come. And in my opinion, I think the world works on that 50-50. I feel like life is a pass-fail. There's not really an in-between. You know, you're either going to be successful at something or you're not. And we can do anything we want to. That's the beauty of the human race, the beauty of being an intelligent species. You know, the innovations that people come up with are just out of this world, and it blows my mind. And I think it's amazing. But it's a pass-fail. You know, tomorrow I can't wake up and go, I'm going to be an astrophysicist. And then go apply for the job and I know for a fact that I would not get that because I've not studied it. I know nothing about astrophysics. Not a single thing. I know what I might have seen on that one show Big Bang Theory a few times. But you know, how can I even verify that that's accurate? It's speculative at best, right? I'm not an expert in it. It doesn't mean that I'm going to get stuck in a comfort zone of being where I am and not aspiring to be more. It just means I know for a fact that I'm not going to be an astrophysicist, so I'm not going to try that. Maybe I'll try something more that I would enjoy. Not that that's boring. Science is cool. But it's just not for me. I like looking at the scientific experiments in action. I like reading about results. I don't like doing them. I, I'm not a scientist in that aspect. You know, it, even when it comes to relationships, friendships, you know, a significant other, a spouse, it's still that same pass-fail. You get two options. Not once in any marriage has somebody asked their significant other to marry them and they get a maybe it's either a yes or a no yes I'll marry you or no I don't I don't want to marry you of course at that point you know you have the the what ifs right that fear of the unknown but you can change your mindset and you can say hey everything happens for a reason you know I left my comfort zone to ask my wife to marry me and I was nervous wreck, and I was so scared she was going to say no. And 
she's probably going to be a little uh, flustered, so to speak, that I'm going to tell this story. But I did the cheesiest thing. We had a puppy. And I brought that puppy in. The ring was on its collar. And I asked her to marry me. And she thought that it was a joke because I'm, I joke around way too much and my heart shattered, (laughs) but I laughed it off and I was like, no, I'm serious. But she said, yes. In that moment, she could have said no, but she didn't. And that's that pass fail. I, I forgot about that fear of the unknown because I knew this is what I wanted this is who I want to be with for the rest of my life, I'm going to ask. And if she would have said no, or she would have said not right now, I would have come back later and I would have asked again. Maybe not as cheesy. Maybe I wouldn't have used the dog. Maybe I wouldn't have... uh, I, I would have done everything different, right? That's a whole different level of uh, of talking about things when you're like, oh... You know, what if I would have done this? Now, I haven't really seen it all that much, but I, I know that they have that Marvel what if on Disney Plus. And it's, you know, talking about different alternate storylines where, you know, what if this happened instead of this? And how things would be, right? The beauty of life for us is we don't have to worry about that what if. Because as far as we know right now, there's no alternate timeline that we're ever going to experience. We're only going to experience the here and now. And she said yes. And I know that that happened for a reason because we were meant to be together. And we prove that every day. The amount of love I have for this woman is just beyond comprehension of vocabulary. And I know that I bring her up a lot. But she's my whole world, as are my kids. But, you know, getting back to the comfort zone. You want to be able to leave it? You got to start getting creative. Nobody's going to be the exact same. So uh, there's no guidebook out there that's going to say, hey, do this and you'll never have a problem ever again. Ever. You'll never feel anxiety. You'll never have that fear of the unknown. You'll never, uh, you'll never feel like you're, you're gambling. You'll never get that negative mindset. Because you know what? If there was a way to do that, I'd hop right on that train in a heartbeat. But there are some things that you can do that can help. You know, change some small things. When you want to get out of your comfort zone and making friends, Right? A good idea in this day and age is to, you know, maybe hop on an online forum. It's risky because a lot of people tend to be a different persona online than they are in person. But, you know, be yourself. Find a group of people that you really like to talk to or you really enjoy. My favorite ones are finding the meme groups. You know, those guys that sit there and create memes all the time. Because I like to have a laugh. And so... You know, we have that like thing in common, and it makes us all just have a laugh together. And, you know, that's something you can change. If you're having a problem with a workout routine, start with 
a smaller workout routine like you know don't try to do the Ironman workout from the get-go maybe start with a couple push-ups a day or um, you know every other day do like five-minute jog around the neighborhood those those types of things are small but so big and so significant because then as you're changing the smaller things, you start to feel more comfortable about the bigger things. Another way you can be creative is starting with your mindset. I always recommend getting yourself in a positive state of mind before making any kind of change or, or doing any kind of leaving of the comfort zone or attempting to, because if you try to leave that comfort zone with a negative mindset, you're going to fail almost undoubtedly fail and the reason behind that is you're going to get started with getting out of your comfort zone and then the very first thing that's going to happen is oh you're not good enough you can't do this you're just a failure how are how are you gonna how are you gonna get that new job can't do that you're a waste of their time. Those kind of negative thoughts and emotions, those kind of negative feelings are always going to stop you dead in your tracks. It's going to be like hitting a brick wall. It's going to be like a truck running you over. It's going to stop you completely. But on that note, when you get stopped, don't fool yourself into thinking that's the end. I try to believe that every setback that I have is just another chance to do better. And I had a hard time learning that before I became an electrician because I, I am a perfectionist. Uh, if something doesn't come out the way I want it to, I lose my mind. I, I hate it. I can't stand it. And for a while there, I would really get frustrated with myself and I'd get really upset and I'd say, I can't do this. What am I doing? And I got back into that negative mindset. But I had a really good teacher, and he always told me, look, you're going to probably fail a million times before you get it right. You're going to make mistakes. But when we make mistakes, we just got to learn to let it go. And I got to hand it to him. That, that statement right there has stuck with me ever since it came out of his mouth. Just today, I broke an $800 fixture. Complete freak accident. I was pulling the glass cover off of it. The glass shattered in my hands. There's nothing I can do about it. It was a mistake. Random chance. I was chosen to be the uh, bearer of broken glass, I guess. And of course, the first thing I did was I, I told the the client and I told my boss like, hey it's on me it broke under my watch it's my fault you know then I got a nice lovely little cut on my pinky because you know it learned that glass is sharp and that's the thing that happens when you run your hand across sharp glass and you get cuts but I'm 
taking that setback as another chance to do it right. And I actually did that in that exact moment because I had to go look at another light, the same exact light. But on that light, I took every precaution necessary to make sure that there was no chance that that glass was going to break. And it didn't. I didn't fool myself into thinking, there's no way I'm going to do this. I almost did. I will admit, I almost did. I was like, oh, I don't want to take this off. I feel like it's just going to break. Oh, this is bad. I don't know what I'm going to do. But, you know, I, I go over to the other light and I, I looked at it and I, it was like I was a pro all of a sudden at getting this stuff taken apart. Mind you, this is all to just tell a story of something that it was a setback. And I almost stopped myself dead in the tracks because it's outside of my comfort zone. It's that unknown feeling. It's something new, something that I haven't done before or never. it's never happened to me before. But I didn't allow myself to get into that negative mindset. I was like, I have a job to do. I need to get it done. And then I did it. Because once I stopped myself and I got back in that positive mindset, I gave myself that second chance after the setback to do it right. And I made it happen. But in the whole of all of this, one of the major things you have to do is you got to surround yourself with people who challenge you. Any friend that you have who's going to hold you back is not your friend. I had a buddy of mine who was looking for a job. I got him hired on. And it was under the premise of if he ever found a welding job that he would go and do that. And he wasn't all that bad as a, a green electrician or a rookie electrician. He was pretty decent, actually. He worked hard. He showed up. He did his job. And that's basically all you can ask for, right? And then he comes up to me and says, hey, I got to let you know. I found a job as a welder. They want me to start, you know, so-and-so day. All I said was congrats. I know, that was a little frustrating. I'm like, dang it, now i got to find a new helper, blah, 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 blah. There's a whole bunch of other nonsense in there. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to hold him back from leaving his comfort zone and going and starting something new that he's going to enjoy. Because that's what friends do for each other. If you have a friend that tells you you're not good enough, that friend's a fool. And they're not your friend. And if you keep those toxic people in your life, you keep the toxic friendships, all it's going to do is lead to a toxic life. Do you know how hard it is to get out of a negative mindset when everybody around you is all negative? It's near impossible. But if you surround yourself with people who have a positive mindset that get excited for you when you're starting new opportunities, when you have people that are sitting there on the sidelines cheering for you, even if they know you're going to fail or feel like you're going to fail, they're still cheering you on. That's going to help you leave that comfort zone and do something extraordinary. And it's also going to help a lot when you have one of those setbacks 
because those are the friends that are going to come up to you and go, eh, we'll try again next time. Or, well, you did your best. Man, I was really hoping for it. You know, things like that are, those are the best people to have around you. Positive support. Positive people. Or you can scratch all of the friendships and just get a wife like I have. My wife pushes me to do better. And she pushes me to do better because she doesn't want both of us to end up in the same cycle that we were in growing up. She doesn't want us to be in the same cycle our parents were in growing up. She wants us to be the example. She wants us to be better. And I totally agree. Sometimes she has to check me and say, without saying these actual words, she's aren't you getting a little too comfortable? And there's been a few moments in my life where I have felt too comfortable and I've left that comfort zone and one of them actually ended up changing my life because it wasn't just a small change it wasn't something that I felt comfortable with at all I felt extremely uncomfortable but I knew I had to do something. So when I turned 18, I moved out of my mom's house and I moved in with my best friend at the time. And without getting too far into it, because there's a whole bunch of drama, it's, I could probably write a book on my experiences there. I was working a... Uh, basically a full-time job. I don't even remember if I was listed as part-time or full-time there. I just know I worked like every day. But it was for Radio Shack. And I hated my life. I was down. I felt alone. You know, even though I had a friend there, we were constantly bickering at each other, not getting along well. And because I was feeling the way I was, it was also making him not want to be around me. And he would feel the way he was feeling, and it made me not want to be around him. It was just a bad situation altogether. And we're both to blame for how things went. But the whole point of this story is what I did. I decided I needed to leave. There was nothing left in Vegas for me. I had no opportunities there. There was no careers out there for me. So I called my dad, who had offered before for me to move down to Arizona. And I said, you know, I, I think it's time I take you up on that offer. And... I moved here to Arizona without a job, no friends, no driver's license, no car. Basically, all I was able to bring down here with me was the clothes that I had, some of the items that I had, and my Xbox. So, 
I was hurt real bad. And I was completely out of my comfort zone. I had no idea where to start. No idea where to go, what to do. Within a few days, I had gotten my driver's license. A couple weeks after that, I started working at Walmart. And I started making friends. It took me a, a few weeks to finally get into a comfort zone again, to where I felt comfortable. And a lot of it was that anxiety of not knowing who I was going to be able to turn to, not knowing where I was going, how I was going to do it. I didn't know any of that. And it was scary. Absolutely scary. And I still hadn't learned what I know today about leaving the comfort zone because I was doing it all on my own and I was forced into doing it, basically. And then, fast forward a few years, I had gotten together with my now wife and we were actually living together. I believe we were engaged at this point. But... I was talking with somebody at work and they were like, you know, Cox Communications is hiring. And I was super comfortable at Walmart. It wasn't that I was untouchable. It wasn't that I was not fireable because everybody's fireable. Everyone's replaceable, right? But I felt comfortable enough that I didn't think I was going to lose my job. I didn't feel comfortable trying to leave to go to another job. But I made the jump. I went and applied. And I think that my wife was pushing me at that point too to say, hey, look, we could use more money or, you know, I think it'd be a great opportunity for you. Just made me feel really good about myself, you know. So we go and I apply, I get the job, I start working there, I worked there for a few years, and I don't work there anymore, obviously, but I had to leave my comfort zone again. I had all these friends, coworkers that I had worked with for years, basically. Really only talked to one of them anymore. But I, don't, I didn't feel comfortable leaving that job. And I still did it. That was the first time that I had ever taken myself out of the comfort zone. Challenged myself. Said, I could do this. Because I wanted to do better. And I kept that positive mindset. But I still, at that point, did not know what I know right now. And I didn't know how to keep that positive mindset and get out of my comfort zone. Fast forward a little bit and you know, I had some, I was working at a Circle K as an assistant manager and I was trying to join the military. Uh, military said I was medically disqualified because I had an allergy to codeine. And you know, I tried to join the police force uh, police force declined me. I couldn't pass polygraph. 
I wasn't even lying on that. I to this day don't know what was up with that. It was weird. Maybe my nerves were off or whatever, but regardless, every opportunity I was going for, I was failing. And at this time, uh, my daughter was already born. And I wanted to just, I just wanted to provide for her. And when I was going into the military, what I wanted to do was electrical engineering. Um, either that or be a pararescue jumper. It's always been a fantasy dream of mine. But then I was denied and I, you know, I reached out to my dad at the time and I was like, I'm really bummed. I, I don't know why this is happening. I, I feel like I'm failing. And so we were, he was asking me what I wanted to do in the military and I told him, he goes, well, why don't I get you in touch with an electrician I know? Maybe he can help you out. Maybe he can give you some pointers. So I get in touch with him and that's the man who ended up hiring me and the one that ended up teaching me about how to let go. And here I am now. Of course, leaving my comfort zone for that too, right? But another one of those moments where my wife was my biggest advocate. She's sitting there in my corner, cheering me on. Telling me that I can go for it. Telling me that I'm more than worth it. And even just recently, you know, I was given a couple of career opportunities. Um, I, I believe you guys remember the story of my boss calling me, asking me why I'm applying to other jobs. And I was given a bigger opportunity to go to another company, get a little bit more money, get a lot of more benefits. And I put in my two-week notice in my current employer. And he, we sat down and we talked. And you know, I, last week I talked about uh, work value. And you got to value your work higher mind you i'm completely out of my comfort zone at this point right i if i was feeling pretty comfortable where i was at and i knew we needed more right but i didn't want to i didn't want to push it i was scared my wife forced me to push it she kept pushing me saying hey you got she calls me the king of the comfort zone and she's totally right when she says it because i am I sit there and I am totally comfortable with where I'm at. I don't want to push things because I'm afraid something bad's going to happen. But I got to hand it to her for this one. She really showed me how she feels about my worth. And it made me feel like I was worth more. And my boss felt the same. He felt like I was worth more than what I was getting. Which spoke volumes too. Um, officially, uh, I'm not leaving the current employer that I have right now. I'm still going to leave my opportunities open just because if something else does come by that provides more, I would be dumb not to take it, you know? I do value myself at being worth more. I'm one of those guys. I, I just I work hard and I, I don't just work for a paycheck. I, I work to appreciate my own work. 
It's that perfectionist in me. You know, I, I got to make it look good. I don't like going home with things looking like trash, you know. But my wife is my hero in this story. And she's one of those people that I talked about earlier when I said you got to surround yourself with people who are your advocate, that are positive thinkers, that are telling you you're worth more, that are telling you that you're better than what you're getting. Because if I didn't have her, honestly, I'd probably still be working at Walmart. And that should speak volumes to the people that surround you that push you to do better. My wife's always pushing me. My friend is always pushing me. My best friend. As I'm always pushing him. But that's what we do because we're friends. Me and my wife, we, we do that to each other because... We're, well, we are friends too. She's also my best friend. And just because she's my spouse doesn't mean she can't be my hero. She can't push me to do better. Yeah, it gets frustrating hearing you're not doing enough, right? But at the end of the day, well, she was right, you know. And things worked out. So remember that, guys. Just surround yourself with positive people, those non-toxic people. Surround yourself with the idea that everything happens for a reason. Stop fearing the unknown, at least try. And start small. And maybe you too can leave that comfort zone and do something extraordinary. I moved to a, 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 the big AZ and started a family. I have a wife, two kids. I got a best friend. I got a steady career. And I, I've got a great life. It's hard sometimes, but you know what? It's a great life nonetheless. And it's all because at certain points in my life, I've left that comfort zone and I did something extraordinary. And I think that if you're listening to this and you've heard everything I've said, that you can also do something extraordinary and leave that comfort zone. And now I'm going to do the favorite segment of the podcast and today we're going to do this is going to be a little bit more wholesome less uh, crazy Florida man more wholesome but we're going to do Florida man and this one's it's really sweet Um, this came out on September 19th so it's a little older I feel like they may have updated it since But there was a man who had a viral video. He was using his hand to operate his windshield wipers during a storm. And 
he only took that video because he thought it was funny, right? Of course, his car was in disrepair and everything, but he, oh, this, a guy wants the website clean after he first viewed the incident as a joke. Oh, this is awesome. So there's a guy that saw this video and he wanted to find the driver who was using his hands to operate the windshield wipers, which is really dangerous, right? But I mean, you got to do what you got to do when you don't have money to fix your car, right? But this guy started a GoFundMe for him. And I know a lot of the times these uh, GoFundMe stories, they end up getting uh the the people end up like spending the money or doing something like that but um, i was trying to see if i could go to the link to see if they reach their goal i don't through a gofundme page and i click on that link and it takes me somewhere else that's weird but yeah that's wholesome i like that you know Someone saw somebody else in need and said, hey, uh, let's, let's get this guy a new car. Let's get him his windshield wipers fixed. And there's such negative things in the comments for this. This is crazy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, well that ruined the wholesome vibe to it, didn't it? I had to just go and read the comments, didn't I? It's insane. Well that is our Florida Man segment. It, it was more wholesome, I, I gotta admit. It was more wholesome when I started out because I'm like, oh that's really sweet. Somebody's trying to help a guy out in need. And then I go and look at the comments and they're all like, get a job and you panhandlers and let's all just beg this guy for money or beg for money and then we never have to work a day in our lives come on guys i wish one day that we can all just be nice to each other and if i had the extra money if i was able to i would help support getting that guy some new windshield wipers or getting them fixed you know because that's nobody should have to do that ever it that's just unfortunate but very wholesome very nice uh you go florida man you keep doing what you got to do get on that grind and keep operating your windshield wipers hopefully you can get them fixed soon so don't forget to i know that facebook and instagram were down this last week and i i just want to take a second to say i don't if they are doing what that whistleblower lady said they're doing i don't support that but i do think that those are ways to get this podcast out to you guys a lot better. So I am going to keep those pages up. There's a Facebook page, there's an Instagram page, and there's also a Twitter. All three of which have a link to the podcast. They also include updates and maybe some sneak peeks, behind the scenes coverage of me making the podcasts. And we can uh, just, you know, Give it a follow. 
maybe a couple hearts here and there, like the posts on Facebook, you know, whatever you want, right? Also share it, share it to everybody. If you think that somebody could listen to this podcast or you think that they might need to hear even today talking about the comfort zone, share this podcast because the only way we're ever going to get people to, to really relate to it is if we share it, right? I share it with hundreds of people all the time. Everyone's like, and it's, I try to do it to where I'm not like doing a flex, right? I'm like, I'm not bragging. I do have a podcast. Go ahead, give it a listen. I just tell stories. You know, hopefully you can relate to them. There's stories of my life. Here it is. This is what it is. You don't even have to listen to it if you don't want to. Uh, but that's a lot of what I, I do, I, just to get people in here to listen, right? Also, we do have a way to support the podcast. I'm never going to require it. I say it every time. Never going to require you guys to pay a subscription to listen to my voice. I do not have a money-making voice. I'm well aware of that. But if you do feel like you want to donate to the podcast, help us out a little bit, there's a support link in the anchor.fm page all payments are made through stride which is a verified scam not likely website and i i've actually never seen a scam come from there never seen any problems with it so if you do feel like supporting go ahead and support us on there next week i'm going to tell my story about how i left social media and why it changed my mental health for the better which kind of ties into what I just said a little bit ago about that lady who did the whistleblowing but just tune in next week and we'll talk about why I left social media and how it helped my mental health thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Maniac Mashup my name is Mike I really appreciate you guys listening share this podcast do what you would like with it and I'll see you next week